Hello, a very warm welcome to this week's recording of the Small Business Leadership Podcast. My name is Joanna Hooper, and I spend each week tackling a problem that I'm seeing out in the small business world. And this week, the topic is diversity, and specifically diversity at mid and senior levels of leadership. Now, what we know about uh, a lack of diversity at mid and senior levels, it hurts us in a whole bunch of ways. Uh, the first one is we don't get any fresh ideas. We're all thinking along the same track. That then means that we make the same decisions over and over and over again because we've got no fresh blood, no fresh thinking. Uh, it helps, uh, or in fact, it doesn't help. It really doesn't help pull through junior talent, particularly junior female talent, because they've got no role models to look at. Nobody to think I could do that one day or I could be that one day. So knowing that it hurts us that way, what can we do about it? Well, I think there's kind of four things that we need to be looking out for. The first one is, what is the language we're using in our job adverts? Sometimes inadvertently, without meaning to be, we are using language in our job adverts, which is inadvertently putting people off, you know, asking for gravitas or robust leadership and things like that. Invariably, women don't respond well to that kind of language. They don't see themselves as a robust leader or with gravitas. So what's the language that you're using in your job adverts? Uh, secondly, there's a renowned, uh, renowned phenomenon that says uh, if there are 10 criteria and women only tick six of them, they won't apply for the job. They'll self-deselect. Uh, conversely, um, men uh, might feel more inclined to uh, go for that job, job advert if they can only tick six out of the 10 criteria. So maybe have a think about the criteria you're putting in your job adverts. Is it requiring people to be a bit too godlike? Women tend to kind of take themselves down a notch or two in terms of their perception of their own performance and capability. Thirdly, and I've worked with some organisations to do this specifically, is look for attitude and aptitude rather than experience. So experience is looking backwards, here's what I've done, whereas attitude and aptitude is here's how I go about things and here's what I could be capable of. And if possible, uh, don't look for experience because particularly where we've got uh, industries which are renowned for being difficult for women to kind of succeed or thrive or they're just a bit male dominated, you're unlikely to get an exact experience match. But there could be plenty of talent out there which could do what it is that you need from them with just a little bit of top up on knowledge and skills in your particular area or sector. And lastly, uh, who's doing the sifting or the interviewing? Because if they're all, forgive the expression, pale, male and stale, the likelihood is that's the, that's the lens that they're looking at or looking through. And there'll be a whole bunch of unconscious bias going on that means they're kind of looking for people who are like them, quite accidentally, not because they're mean people, but just that's who they think uh, is successful. So as I've said before, I've helped people on this journey to increase the diversity in their recruitment pipeline. So if this is something that you're currently wrestling with, I would love to hear from you. Let's kick it around a bit. As always, there's an hour on me with me. Uh, so get in touch and I'll see you next week. Bye bye.